Ladies and gentlemen, fellow patriots, welcome to another exciting episode of Uncensored News. I'm your host, the Educated Patriot. Before we get into this week's episode, let's talk about sponsorship. Sponsorship is vital to programs like Uncensored News and other conservative-based programs that are giving you real information, factual information, the stuff that the elite and the other news stations like CNN, MSNBC are not giving you. We're doing things and going beyond the call of duty because we're patriots. In order for stations like Uncensored News to continue to thrive, it thrives on sponsorship. We're not backed by big corporations like Facebook or Twitter. As you know, we recently just got suspended from Twitter. So we depend upon the listeners to sponsor our stations. Not only does it motivate us and tell us that what we're doing is right and just, but it, it seals everything together. It lets us know that there are listeners out there, that there are people that support us, that they, that they want to see a channel like Uncensored News become something bigger than what it currently is. The way I see it, it's a grassroots organization. I don't ever want to take money from no corporate corporations or no corporate sponsorship. That's not going to fucking happen. Here on Uncensored News, it's fellow patriots like yourself that I'm counting on to sponsor us. You can sponsor this channel as little as 99 cents per month. 99 cents. What in this country can you really buy for 99 cents? Especially not 30 minutes of factual and informative information. Or you can give us $4.99 or $9.99 per month. Now, if you want to get exclusive behind the scenes, exclusive uh, podcast, you're going to have to go over to our Patreon. You can follow us on Uncensored News up over there where we do polls. We got behind the mic information. We got more personal detail information about yours truly, your host. Everything that we do is raw, unscripted. And not backed by big corporations. So between the Patreon account and Uncensored News, we are depending upon the listeners to support us. All right, so let's get into this week's episode. There's a lot of stuff going out there on the news right now. And Joe Biden's administration, of course, is making headlines. We're seeing the fact that most recently the FDA, a panel of FDA uh, doctors basically have pushed back against the booster that uh, Joe Biden has been pushing along with Fauci. They said there's not enough information out there. There was one doctor quoted as saying that this, you know, the vaccine itself has, has caused heart problems with some of his patients. So he does not feel comfortable pushing it. And other doctors champion that same notion that there's not enough data out there definitively to say if a booster is warranted. I mean, when you look at the fact that the majority of people that have been hospitalized are those who have received both vaccines, that right there is alarming to me. You got Chris Rock just recently, uh, as of this weekend, announced on Twitter that he actually uh, caught COVID and is stressing that everybody get the vaccine. All right, Chris, check this out. This is a massive amount of data for you summed up. Israel has some of the strictest enforcement on its people to actually get 
the vaccine. The majority of people 16 and over in Israel has received one, if not two, of the COVID-19 vaccine doses. 85% of their population. Oh, wait, let me revise that. 85% of the people in their hospital who have been hospitalized because of COVID-19 are those who have received both vaccines. Now, that's just a sample out there of data that is backed by facts. Your hospital in Israel has patients in there that have received the vaccine and 85% of them receive both of them. So when you look at that number, 85% in the hospital is there for the same cause. You got to deep dive a little bit deeper than that. Project Veritas has had, you know, nurse, uh, a, a nurse that I saw. And um, actually, it was two nurses on, on two separate occasions that actually have talked about the vaccine itself. How they refuse to get it, how if the hospital mandates that they get it on the Joe Biden's new mandate, that they're quitting. That's half of the staff in the hospital. Now, when you look at a hospital. Anytime you go there, whether it's an emergency room or you're ready to deliver a child, your appendix burst or whatever the occasion is, you expect them to be fully staffed and have the experience to do what is required to get you to walk out that hospital like a new person. However, because of Joe Biden's or should I say Chairman Biden's mandate, what we're finding is healthcare workers themselves are refusing to take the vaccine. That should alarm you. The fact that the people who are administrating said vaccine is refusing to get it themselves. Those two separate occasions on those videos that I saw with Project Veritas. These nurses clearly outlined the fact that the vaccine itself. Made conditions of the people who came in even worse, especially with the type of medication that they're pushing upon these patients. There's not enough data out there to say if this medication that they're pushing to treat people with COVID-19 is even effective. One nurse said that there was somebody that she worked with, a fellow nurse, that refused to get the vaccine for religious reasons. But because she cared about her job and she was pressured by her job to get the vaccine, she would later die. She died because she was forced beyond her religious beliefs in the United States of America with the populace having a constitution that gives them rights. She's dead because a hospital said you either choose your job or you're fired. We're seeing this play out too much around this country. Well, you would think that a corporation or a company that that spends an ass ton of money to train somebody up, to get them qualified, to have them certified, will be willing to do whatever it takes to keep the majority of its workforce. But what we are seeing, people who are not doctors, who have never practiced medicine a single day in their life, are telling their workers that you better get this vaccine or else. I saw a video of a young girl 
who got the vaccine. She probably was high school age. And it showed her out there playing basketball, riding a horse, doing all this stuff like, you know, a very athletic child would be doing. Then it showed the after effects of the vaccine that she received. It appeared that she is just having these violent seizures at will. As she lies in this bed, she just continues to have these seizures. Then we have a, a infant that took the vaccine. And they show pictures of this child over like three or four days. And this child seemed happy, like a typical child. And then the next thing you know, one of the pictures in the video started going into the child actually been in the hospital. This child was sedated. I don't know how long the video necessarily didn't say how long the child was sedated, but the child was out of it. The child looked bad. Then I saw another video today on, with Officer Tatum where this three-year-old or so in school was been forced to put on the mask, even when the child was trying to take off the mask. The adult thought it was the right thing to continue to put on the mask. Like the child was inside at, at, in school. So it's puzzling to me if somebody's saying that they can't breathe because they can't articulate or they don't want the mask on their face, you're going to force it on their face. What adult could you walk up to, a fully functional adult, and try to put a mask on their face? Well, if you're in Australia, they give you the option. You show us that you've been vaccinated, we're going to beat the living shit out of you. In Australia, they're arresting people. I saw video, it's so crazy with Australia, of Australia sending you know cops out to investigate somebody for what they wrote on social media about you know going to a protest against the mandate of vaccines, vaccine passports, and masks. They actually sent police out based off what was written on a social media post. Their government is spying on them. It's one thing to say, okay, anybody can see anything that you post up, but it's another one when they come to your address and they know you by name. A lot of people don't put their real names up there. And even if you do, you don't put your fucking uh, mailing address up there so that somebody can come knocking on your damn door. And then we come back here to the United States. And we say, how long is the effects of Biden's mandate going to linger over the head of free Americans? There are a lot of lawsuits out there right now, even in the military. In the military, they're behind uh, two individuals in the military from two different branches. But it's over 220,000 people in on this class action lawsuit. The military under the Department of Defense has made it mandated that everybody in the military receive the COVID vaccine. However, the different branches have decided how long and what is the deadline of receiving said vaccine. 
Now, when I was in the service, like I've told you many times before, I've received every vaccine under the sun and some stuff that I did not even know what it was that I was receiving. And it's not right. I'm not your fucking lab rat, but that's exactly what the military is. They want to mandate everything to you. There's one thing about following orders on things to, you know, deal with the battlefield. And people will say, oh, it's all part of readiness. Is it really? Is the place that I'm going to really required to have this type of vaccine? It's mind boggling to me. That everybody makes excuses for every fucking thing. But the individual themselves can't make up, you know, I'm getting jabbed with something. Why is it that I can't say what I want to get jabbed with? If I was a Christian scientist, my belief is that God will heal, heal everything that is wrong with me. That I am not taking any medications nor any blood transfusions. That God is his will. And if his will is for me to die, then I die. If his will is for me to be healed, I will be healed, but I will not take your injections and I will not take any blood infusions. So if I'm a Christian scientist in the military, how are you going to force that upon me when my religion is against that? Just being an American allows you to make the decision for yourself. And if you have a child, you make the decision for them. But the government does not make the decision for you all. And it's mind boggling to me that we're still sitting here. You know, the media just sweeps every. Have you noticed how the media just sweeps everything under the rug? And now they're talking about uh, this murder of this uh, lady that's missing with her boyfriend. They went out and he came back and like, OK, that's an important story, too. But we still got an open border right now. And them pushing around a fake narrative with a picture from Harris on down about Border Patrol whipping black Haitians that are trying to illegally get across the border into Texas. Now think about where Haiti is. They didn't just walk across the Gulf of Mexico into Texas. They obviously came up through Central America or touched a Central America country or at the least Wash ashore in Mexico. So they made the trek all the way from Haiti somehow. And now they're trying to get into Texas illegally. Border Patrol has used everything from ATVs to vehicles to drones to, you know, all type of technology, the helicopters, and they use horses. Why wouldn't they? So the picture, the narrative is fake. You think, you know, that the government would be especially careful on what they say, but they don't. They don't give a fuck. Pelosi and Harris both have commented about this, saying that, oh, look at the Border Patrol whipping these black people. First of all, the Border Patrol is not whipping these black people. He's holding the reins of the horse that allows him to still steer the horse to the left or the right. Make the horse giddy up, as we say. The optic from the angle is false. He is not trying to whip the Haitian individual. 
because the video clearly shows it. The picture shows one thing from one angle, but the video clearly shows that he's trying to make his horse go back and keep this individual from passing by him. He is at no point trying to whip this Haitian who is trying to illegally get into the country. You are more concerned about the fucking criminal than you are those who are enforcing the policy. Think about that for a minute. A police officer goes to stop somebody from stabbing someone else as they're in the midst of trying to stab somebody. And all you worried about is that it was a white police officer that tried to stop this black person from going on their way. He is enforcing the law. That Haitian person is the criminal. Every single person, let me make it clear, every single person that comes over the border or somehow migrates into this country are criminals. Illegal immigration, it says it in the title. Illegal immigration. You want to see how the police would treat that individual in Haiti versus that of that border patrol? Come on, people. Stop believing this bullshit. We're talking about administration that just refuses to answer questions, basic questions that we want to know, but they're always trying to change the narrative because they got the media right there in their fucking back pocket. We were talking about Afghanistan like two weeks ago. Headline everywhere. Everybody talking about a Taliban in control, $85 billion worth of equipment that's left. Americans left there in Afghanistan. And Biden administration refusing to allow private entities to go in and try to rescue those Americans. And then on top of it, charging those Americans who they did evacuate, made them sign promissory notes uh, to the government that they will pay them back for evacuating them out of a city that their government allowed terrorists to take over. But now we're sitting here and the narrative just keeps changing. The media just does not give a fuck. They continue to jump on any other story as long as it doesn't have to do anything with Joe Biden. And it's mind boggling to me that every single weekend, Biden leaves Washington, D.C., and goes to his home in Delaware. I ask you this question as a listener. What is so fucking important in Delaware that every single weekend you take Air Force One with Marine One helicopters, a heavy security detail of the Secret Service, and other state troopers, uh, local uh, uh, police entities, all that on the taxpayer dollar every single weekend. We see pictures of you buying fucking ice cream while Americans are trapped and dying in Afghanistan, while gas prices skyrocket, while everybody lives in inflation right now. You're buying fucking ice cream. And the only question the media wants to know, what's the flavor Then we see you this weekend biking. I'm not going to hit you for biking. I bike all the time. 
But my whole thing is this, ladies and gentlemen. This motherfucker goes to Delaware every single weekend. Once a month, maybe. But the White House is not just your office. Your residence is upstairs. You should not be going to Delaware every fucking weekend. You tried to talk about Trump when Obama ran a higher price tag when it comes to traveling, especially with Air Force One. Now, Biden does the same fucking shit. He doesn't take Amtrak like he's always champion. He doesn't take Amtrak back to Delaware. He takes Air Force One. Not one of the smaller jets, but Air Force One. That costs a shitload of money and the taxpayers, once again, have to pay that bill. And he does it with, he just doesn't give a fuck. So I ask you again, what is he going back to Delaware for? He'll ride a bike in, in uh, Washington, D.C. he get ice cream in Washington, D.C. he get it right there at the White House. he have ice cream every fucking night or for every fucking meal, all I care. But don't tell me you can't get ice cream in Washington, D.C. and you can't ride a bike. Because Bush was an avid bike rider. And so was uh, Clinton. Clinton ran, too. He was fat. But he ran. Obama sat there and played basketball right there at the White House. So why in the fuck can this man not stay in Washington, D.C.? Because he's doing backdoor deals, ladies and gentlemen. Especially this weekend. What was the what, what is the biggest thing that's going on this week? The meeting of the U.N. Assembly. He's selling America right up fucking river, ladies and gentlemen. I'm telling you that right now. He's selling us up the river. And even the speech that he gave today in, in, you know, the U.N. Basically lets everybody know that America's not going to do shit. As Joe Biden says, we're focused on climate, climate change. So fuck the Americans that are out of job. Fuck your mandate that's going against the Constitution. Fuck the fact that inflation is fucking real. Fuck the fact that you left Americans. God knows how many Americans are still left there. Fuck the investigation into all that. Everything like you all say is just Trump's fault. That's all you ever say. It's Trump's fault. None of this is Trump's fault. These illegal immigrants coming across the fucking border. It's not Trump's fault. He was the one champion and tried to build the fucking wall. You're the first one. On day one, right after he left the office, after you stole it, wrote an executive order ceasing. Any more work on that border? Hold on for one second, ladies and gentlemen. If I sound different, these are different Invisaligns in my mouth, and I can't take them out just yet. And they're kind of making me talk a little bit funny. I can feel it, so I'm trying to articulate as best as I can around them. So what we have is Joe Biden today also meeting with the Prime Minister of uh, England, Boris Johnson. And it's not the meeting that I want you to pay attention to. It's just this thing that just bugs me over and over and over. The fact that Joe Biden never answered questions, that he has handlers in there that shoo out the media every single fucking time. They're never allowed to ask any question. And why is that? Because he doesn't have a fucking teleprompter there. That's why. 
They haven't selected who can ask him a, a fucking question. That's why. If he had a teleprompter and they had only the people in there that were approved after they approved their questions ahead of time, then what we will see is Joe Biden actually answer questions. Maybe it should be like when he was in the basement when he was like, move the teleprompter up. Or when he directly turned over to the, the monitor and was reading directly from it. Or any of the uh, fucking times that Joe Biden has spoken. He speaks directly from cards or he speaks from the uh, teleprompter. What I want to do is just let you listen. It's so good just when you listen, when you can't see the actual video. So we have Joe Biden and the Prime Minister of England, Boris Johnson, in the Oval Office, concluding, you know, a bilateral, you know, talk with the media right there. And I just want you to to listen to how um, how it, it went after the fact that, you know, they have already spoken and now the media is trying to jump in and ask questions. So let me see. This is the video or which one is this? With British Prime Minister Boris Johnson. Let's listen. This is not the one that I want y'all to listen to. They actually got a link to this. This is kind of ridiculous that they, it looks different upon your phone than it does the actual site. So let's go uh, to this actual video uh, of the conclusion of that meeting. I just want you to listen to how, you know, his handlers handled the press. So let me, this is live, unscripted, ladies and gentlemen. I got two different things playing. All right, so here we go. Just, just, just take a listen to this. This is not, this doesn't have anything. I didn't edit anything. This is just the end of their meeting. Interrupts or uh, unbalances the, the Belfast Good Friday uh, Accords. That's the uh, Belfast Good Friday Agreement. That's that's the. I have no idea. I <laughs> hope the microphone got it. <laughs> I know. So you heard it. You heard it yourself how they just wrangle out reporters. Reporters that are supposed to be asking the question of the people. Reporters that are supposed to be, you know, our representatives on important issues and things that we want answered by the president. And all he does, even in this video, he just sits there and look at him. He just sits there like a fucking dummy and just look at him. Now, it doesn't just end with Biden himself. It also goes to uh, Jan Psaki. And I want you to listen to this response of Jan Psaki when she's talking about or, or answering for why illegal aliens do not have to be vaccinated. 
about what's going on at the border. Is somebody asking the foreign nationals who are walking into Del Rio, Texas, and setting up camps on this side of the border for proof of vaccination or a negative COVID test? Well, first of all, I can re, re, I can readdress for you or re, re-talk you through what that steps the, we that take. That is the policy for people who fly into the country. So if somebody walks into the country right across the river, mm-hmm. does somebody ask them to see their vaccination card? Well, let me explain to you again, Peter, how our process works. As individuals, as individuals come across the border, uh, and uh, they are uh, both assessed for whether they have uh, any symptoms. If they have symptoms, they are the intention is for them to be quarantined. That is our process. They're not intending to stay here for a lengthy period of time. I don't think it's the same thing. It's not the same thing. These are individuals, as we've noted and as we've been discussed, we are expelling individuals based on Title 42 specifically because of COVID, because we want to prevent a scenario where large numbers of people are gathering, posing a threat to the community and also to the migrants themselves. So those are the policies that we put in place um, in large part because, again, the CDC continues to recommend Title 42 be in place given we're facing a global pandemic. So next, I want you to take a listen to her response um, basically to you know, questions about Afghanistan. It says, Packy invokes Biden's dead son and daughter as proof he emphasizes with the families of Afghans that the U.S. government accidentally droned to death. So let's take a listen to that real quick. Following up on the drone strike uh, last week that the Pentagon now admits was a tragic mistake. Um, what was the president's response when he learned about that? Well, the president was briefed um, on Friday morning uh, about the uh, the um, report that was going to be uh, released and put out. I would say first, the president's uh, view and all of our view is that the loss of any civilian life is a tragedy, uh, as was uh, as was made clear in the comments by the Secretary of Defense, uh, by uh, General McKenzie. Uh, this was done in error, uh, and clearly uh, the investigation that will continue is something the president brought supports. So as a human being, uh, as a president, as somebody who has uh, overseen loss in a variety of uh, scenarios, both as a leader and personally, it is a, it, his reaction is it's a tragedy uh, and every loss is a tragedy and he supports the efforts to the effort to move this forward as quickly as possible and to have a thorough investigation. So what you see clearly there is deflection. Deflection to a direct answer to something that they champion, saying that they, you know, successfully killed those who was responsible for the bombing that took place, that, that, that mutilated and destroyed the lives of so many, especially the 13 that the United States lost that wore the uniform. Joe Biden and his administration previously to all this, says specifically about the bumming that they got those who were responsible. So those who were responsible, I guess, were innocent people by their own uh, um, claims and children. So the innocent and children died, almost reminiscent of the time that Obama allowed a predator drone to destroy a hospital 
with pregnant women and women and children inside of it because they believed that a terrorist who was on a watch list was there. Instead of letting the drone circle until he comes out or sending a force to take him out, you decided that collateral damage was acceptable to bomb a whole entire hospital full of pregnant women, unborn children and children that is justified to kill one. So that all ethnic question had to be brought up to do for the majority or do for the minority. In Obama's head, it was due for the minority. Fuck the majority. Biden and his administration just dropped a bomb on a random group of people in a random fucking spot. You want me to believe that the CIA and the FBI had credible fucking intelligence to point to the fact that these individuals were the one responsible and that we find out that they're not, that they were women and children? But you let a week go by where they asked you the names of the individuals in which you bombed and you refused to give that information. Because you knew it was women and children that they had nothing to do with that attack. So you, in essence, have committed homicide. You had no credible information at all. But Congress and the Democrats went apeshit when President Trump killed uh, a terrorist what's her name? Uh, uh, I always want to say salami. Uh, you know, like, like Joe said, you know, you know the thing. You know who I'm talking about. When Trump bombed, and that bomb did not explode, it was a, a different type of bomb, and it only killed him in the car. Salamani was the only one who died in a vehicle. There was no collateral damage. Even if there were, those who were in the vehicle knew who he was. It wasn't a random Uber that picked him up. Oh, oh, I got to pick up for Soleimani. You Soleimani? Hey, let's go. Where you want to go, buddy? That's not how it fucking worked. Those in that vehicle knew who he was and what he was responsible for doing and what he was connected to. One individual died in that instant that we know of and with Soleimani. But we now know that women and children were killed after the White House specifically said they got two terrorists, two individuals that were responsible for the incident. So were these two amongst the many dead that you had or was it just the dead that were the innocent? So if you did not catch these ISIS K suspects, because that's literally who you said they were, ISIS K. But we're not telling you their name. And you heard how they deflect. This is what is is real mind boggling. When you have a White House spokesperson. Instead of telling the people what they want to know, instead of giving the information that the media is directly answering. We continue to get this cunt. That's exactly what she is. This cunt that literally gets up there 
deflects the question and try to make it about Joe Biden. Oh, well, he knows, uh, you know, he knows how it is to lose somebody. I think every last person that listened to this podcast, including myself, has lost a loved one in this world. We all know how it feels to lose somebody, but we do not direct the military to drop fucking drones on top of women and children and then lie to the American people in the world about what that fucking drone did when we knew that it was a lie. So once again, this administration has proven that they are fraudulent, irresponsible to be at the controls, to have the code to our nuclear arsenal. And the only thing this goddamn old ass chairman can fucking say when he goes to the UN is talk about climate change. I go to get my fucking car filled. And my car is half empty. At the end of the day, after I was done pumping that gas, it cost me $39 to fill up my car at $267 a gallon. Now, some of you can argue where you're at is even higher. I'm in Texas. This is the mecca of fucking oil and natural gas. In Houston, in our port, we produce so much gas, and, and I mean natural gas and oil, it's not funny. Thus, the cost of gas in Texas versus that of California, or Seattle, Washington, or Washington, D.C. itself, is much cheaper. Take these Invisaligns out, because stuff is like cutting my, my tongue as I'm talking. So what we have is inflation. Now, granted, I drive a V6 vehicle. Granted. But that has nothing to do with the fact that half I'm spending $39. When President Trump was in office, same vehicle, it would cost me anywhere from $18 to $24 to fill up that vehicle when it was half. Now, you go off a half looking at it, you know, the line can can sway back and forth or whatever the fuck it wants to be. It could vary, but I can see the mileage. But to me, my eyes, it is half. So that's why I say between 18 and 24. But nonetheless, now it costs me 39. This pinhead of a chairman wants to talk about climate change, wants to say by year 2035 or whatever the fuck he said that, you know, the days of these type of vehicles, gas vehicles are over, that they will be nothing but electric vehicles. In theory, that sounds good. I have an e-bike. I have many bikes, but I have an e-bike. This bike has a battery on it. 750 watt battery attached to it. Now, in order to charge that battery up and to charge the other lights on the bike that I have, especially if I'm riding at night, I have to plug it into the wall. Now, the energy plan that we're on, majority of it is supposed to be on um, wind turbine. But the rest comes from conventional 
ways of harvesting electricity. It is not electricity done just by solar and wind alone. Here in Texas, we have seen the result of having wind solar energy in a winter storm like we've never had in recent time. For some people living up north in Michigan or whatnot, y'all would look at this storm and be like, what the fuck was that? That wasn't nothing. That's a nice day compared to what we deal with in the winter. That may be. That may be, but you're not Texas. Where I'm from, it doesn't snow all the time. In my lifetime living here in Texas, it may have snowed five or six winters. No more than 10, I know that much. And I've been alive going on 39 years. The places I lived in Texas, the winters are pretty warm. We don't start getting cold here in Texas until January, February time frame. Temperatures may drop down to the 40s, 30s, and things like that, but that's typically our winter, where Christmas we're wearing shorts. Thanksgiving, it's like, you know, 98 degrees outside. Uncomfortable for some, but that's our reality. But my point is this, that even though I ride this electric bike, it still takes from electricity. Electricity that is not quote-unquote green like Joe Biden wants it to be. And to make these power plants shut down and everybody depend upon wind and solar, that's going to be virtually, virtually impossible. We already see that up there in the New York, that whole area, that whole circle, cluster of states, have issues if they have temperatures like we have in Texas, where it's 101 degrees outside. Their circuits are overloaded, just like ours is in the heat. I mean, like ours was in the wintertime. New York knows how to deal with winter. Texas doesn't. Texas knows how to deal with heat. New York doesn't. But nonetheless, we draw power. And to think that one day that we may have blackouts here again on a regular because this president has mandated that everybody goes green. What if everybody was green? Everybody's house had solar panels. Everybody's car was a fucking Tesla. That every bike was electric. Everybody is using electricity. Is there not a point in time where you can drain all of that stored electricity? Because of solar? What is the backup? That was the biggest thing here in Texas, that there was no backup. That all the reserve power and power sources that we had were being drained, either because of failures or lines breaking or just being overloaded. So Greg Abbott, the governor here, has mandated that we have better reserves. So what we're seeing and what we have seen, because I keep a graph, there's a, um, an app that I have for Encore Electricity down here. I can see the usage of electricity throughout the day. I can see what is being pulled and what their, you know, their, uh, their limits are before they start going into reserve. And I can tell you over the last couple of months, with this temperature heating up, normally it's August. I call it hell here in Texas because it's extremely hot for no fucking reason. But September has been warmer to me than August has. We actually reached 101 degrees yesterday. 
Now we're dropping down at night. We'll go from 90 something degrees down to 50. So we're doing definitely doing a change. But anyway, what I've seen is the fact that we're not even getting close to their minimums. I mean, their maximums to where they got to start getting reserves. So whatever they did and what they're doing, their efforts are improving. Now, it will definitely have to be challenged during another storm. I hope we don't have another fucking storm like we had because that was ridiculous. But nonetheless, they're taking efforts to do that. I cannot see us spending all of this money right now on improving our resources and reserves here in Texas to have in the next, you know, before 2035, something new. You want all solar, you know, solar, and then you want all wind turbines, turbines that are produced in Asia. So they're not even produced here in the United States. We got solar panels that are not produced here in the United States, but over in Asia. How is it that we deal with a country like China more specifically? That is a communist country. Make no mistake. China is communist. That's exactly what they are. I'm not making shit up. I'm not just throwing a hashtag against them. They are a communist regime. A one-party system. And this one party is challenging Japan and trying to take over Taiwan like it did Hong Kong. They continue to, to spread like a California wildfire across Africa. And now in Afghanistan, China will harvest all of your fucking resources while building you a hospital, a port, an airport, whatever you want. Because they know what they get out of those mountains and stuff is a hundred times more in value than any airport or what they can get. And they will give you pennies on the dollar for what they take also. So when you are a warlord, uh, uh, warlord like they are in Africa dictators and shit China pays them so then the, the warlord looks good because there's now a clinic there's a hospital there's a seaport there's an airport but maintaining it is not China's doing they're going to rob you and rape you for your resources in their app so they continue to advance and that number one customer the United States continues to feed off of that it's like being in the matrix You know that they're bad. You know they're bad. That their agenda is nothing good for you. But you continue time and time again to go back to them. It's almost like somebody who's addicted to some drug. You know that that corner person is not good for you. You know the drugs they're giving to you are not good for you. You know it destroys your life. But you have to get that next high. Americans have to buy the cheapest shit. We're the most materialistic fucking nation I have ever seen in my life. And it's not just you all, it's me too. We buy things for decoration, appearance reasons, uh, because I, I want it. It's not because I need it, it's because I want it. Because I can. And there's nothing wrong with that. All I'm saying is that I don't understand how we continue to deal with the devil. It's the devil we know.
but that doesn't make it any less lesser than that it's the devil. But all we get from this White House time and time again, it seems like deflection. Deflection on everything. Everything is climate issue. Fuck the fact that our education system is shit. Our kids can't even go to fucking school right. They can't get an education right. All grades are fucking slipping, especially those with disabilities. How are they fucking learning at home? Who gives a fuck, right? That's what, what Biden them say. They don't give a fuck. They say all oh, kids should go to school, but you have the leaders of the fucking teachers union that are telling you what they should be pushing, whether it's CRT or making it mandated for kids to get the vaccine or making it mandated for kids to wear a mask. You're on board with whatever they want, Biden. You have no true agenda. You say build back better. How is it that when you destroy an economy and push a mandate that makes people, they'll rather lose their job than to get your punk ass vaccine, build back better? How is it that higher gas prices that continue to climb and you told us during the 4th of July weekend, well, you save five cents. How is that build back better? How is the fact that you leave Americans in a nation that we spent over 20 years, 20 years fighting in against those people who you allow to go into their government and to take hold of the government as if you laid out the red carpet for them and you leave Americans there and Americans die, 13 of them in uniform and you fuck our allies over. How is that build back better? How is the simple fact that every time a state does something, you want to be in that business and have your DOJ go after them? But your DOJ takes losses. Every time they came after Texas, they've lost. They have lost, Biden. Every single time they have come for Texas, they lost. I am sick of the deflections. I am sick of the media trying to change the narrative to better appease the Biden administration. To me, they hope that one time they could get a question in and not be pushed out because they, they're sweet and kind on Biden. How is it that the man who's supposed to be the most popular president in U.S. history about to get news out of counties cities and states that prove that the election was at minimum rigged. How are you going to feel with that one, Biden, when you realize that you didn't win that county, you didn't win that state? What's going to happen? And my question to those cities and states that have it, you know, a lot of them have said, oh, the reason why we haven't published our information or our findings is because of COVID. You know what? Shut the fuck up with that. Okay? This is another fucking train of excuses. It's just like 9-11. After 9-11 happened, every single thing that everybody said they were doing, even when they were taking your constitutional rights and utilizing the Patriot, they were saying we're doing it because of 9-11. You don't want another 9-11 on your hand, do you? That same intelligence is the ones that are responsible for what happened in Benghazi. They're the ones who are responsible for what happened in Afghanistan. 
I don't believe anything that this fucking government says anymore. The CDC changed the definition of fucking vaccines. You got the White House pressuring, I told y'all, people from the CDC and now the FDA to pass the booster. People quit from the CDC. And the board rejected the booster. Ladies and gentlemen, we need to wake up to the fact that this administration will take any win that it can get by any means necessary. That you can have a general that literally, you know, uh, does dealings with fucking China, still part of an administration. Whether you're Democrat or Republican, your Joint Chief of Staff is supposed to be non-biased. Have no affiliation with Republicans or Democrat, but just do their job. If I'm the President of the United States, no matter if I'm Democrat, Republican, Independent, one thing I don't do is let somebody who I have concrete evidence know that this individual went behind the back of a president, even if I didn't like that president. And he was doing backdoor dealings with China and telling subordinates that you will disregard what this president says. The true definition of fucking treason. I would let Millie or whatever the fuck his bitch ass name is go. You're fired. Get out. You resign. Boom. And on top of it, I'm open to investigation. And if I could prove my shit, I'll bust your ass down to goddamn second lieutenant. You'll be done. But we live in a world now where this president can do anything. Our only concern is the type of ice cream that he gets. We shall not ask him any questions. We can't ask him any question, and his White House press, press secretary will continue to deflect. We will get no answers as a public. The media will not get answered into the president, and on top of that, they will move the narrative to something that is totally opposite or deflect for the president. The only way that you're going to get true information from a true source that's unbiased and that just wants to deliver the news the way that the news is. I actually let you listen this time. You actually heard how they deflect. You heard their response. I don't make shit up on this station. I don't make shit up at all. And the reason why Twitter suspended me, because it's not in line with their narrative. I will always push against the grain. I will always put out information so that you can make your own decision. Because a lot of you that listen to Uncensored News are in the same position that I am. I see some of your posts on Gitter. So if you're not following us on Gitter, not following us on our Patreon, you need to join. Sooner or later, everybody gets their day. They get that minute in the spotlight. And ours is going to come. And I would love to know that you are on board from the beginning. That's why I push it so hard to sponsor. We're not on YouTube. If I was on YouTube, you know, then I get sponsored through all these different type of corporations and products and things that I don't believe in and I don't trust. And I'm not pushing them down just because they're putting money in front of me and want me to push their product. I'm a grassroots individual. I believe going to the people directly. I don't want nobody to manipulate my message that I want to get out to the people. And it's not just my message. It's just delivering what we all can see. 
There is nothing I have said on this episode or any past episode uh, on Censor News that you yourself cannot look up the information. I just just interpret it and put it in a big box with a bow on top for you. That's why sponsorship of Uncensored News is crucial, especially in times like this, where we have a tyrant literally in charge of the government. I am not making that shit up. Look up the the definition, look at the Constitution, and tell me he's not in violation of it. Tell me that a tyrant is not the title that he should have. So we need that back in that sponsorship because it allow us to get our message out even more. I am actually in a process of actually considering doing a video or videos on Rumble. I don't want to because I don't want to take away from the story itself. When people actually listen to something versus seeing it with all the distractions, you learn more by listening. You can be running right now, exercising at the gym, putting your kids to sleep, reading a book and listening to this versus having to hold a device up to your face or turn on your TV and watch a program. But if I have to, I will go to Rumble and I will start doing videos. It's not something that I know how to do, but hey, trial and error, right? But ladies and gentlemen, that's all I got for you this week. If you still want to know behind the scenes information, information about me, some of our exclusive content that you cannot and will not get here on Uncensored News, you need to follow us on our Patreon. I've asked each and every last one of you week after week after week after week and even on this episode to sponsor this here channel. You can do it as little as 99 cents per month. $4.99 or $9.99. And if you want to follow us, you follow us on Gitter at D-E-D-P-A-T. T-H-E-E-D-P-A-T. You can follow me up on there. You can see everything that I'm posting up in regards to news. You can see the followers I follow. You can see any and all posts I post to let you know that I am putting real information out there. And I am posting real stories that I would support what the person wrote. And like I always say, if you do not stand for something, you will fall for anything. I'm the educated patriot. I said patriot. I am the patriot. I keep thinking, y'all gotta excuse me, I keep thinking of the educated Republican for some fucking reason. I don't know why that keeps going into my mind. Maybe it's time for me to run for political office. I don't know. What do y'all think? Y'all think I should run for political office and talk to the people just like I talk to y'all on Uncensored News? Give it to them raw and uncensored, unscripted. Just talk to the people. You know, I know I won't get all the church people, but some of them church people curse way more than I do. But nonetheless, ladies and gentlemen, I'm out.